Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everybody so here we are with don't interrupt me por favor don't interrupt me por favor uh, radio kinson como es w kny kny 107.9 fm 1490 am at oh, interrupt show on twitter and i realized uh we need to start to ask people to go onto apple podcasts and rate us and rank us and say mean things or nice things but we need people to mostly start, nice things. Yeah, to start please. to start to say this is a show. <laughs> and mostly that, people. I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> Martians are welcome too. Yeah. But I mean, mostly yeah. people and mostly nice things. Yeah. We're here with with Lisa Button. Botón, botón, ¿no? Señora Botón. Bueno, sí. Con botón, con Martín, Guillermo Fletcher, Guillermo Ufraiser, es el apellido correcto es Guillermo Ufraiser. Nick Libor. We're really confusing everyone. That's a matter. So, okay, what's the buzz today? I think we. Oh, that was a big hit. That was a big hit. Oh my God, you were rehearsing last night so much. <laughs> well, aquí estamos hoy con Carolina Zunica Aiza, and she's the co-founder of Island Bee Project. Oh, wow. Island Bee Project. For me, that just brings so many visuals. Uh, it's to, a paradise. Yeah, so where is the paradise? And paradise what is doing? located on Governor's Island. And, in um, New York City? In New York City. Everybody has probably visited it when they were a kid, um, but now there's like this huge program in place for education and for sustainability and zero waste. It's a beautiful place to go and learn and play, um, and this year is going to be fabulous. ¿Dónde está Governor's Island? Está en la bahía. Sur en la bahía. En, en la bahía. South <laughs> of Manhattan Island. So right next door is the Staten Island Ferry, que va a otra isla. Okay. The Staten. Y... Um, Aquí puede tomar un bote a, a la isla de gobierno okay. y en unos cinco minutos llega y está en paraíso. Lleno de abejas. Lleno de abejas. De todo. ¿De, de, ¿De ovejas? Abejas. Ah. Abejas. No hay abejas. No. Well, well, not yet. Not, not yet. Who knows? ¿Por, por qué hay tantas hay abejas? dos cabritas. Ah, ¿sí? ¿ves? Sí. Okay. Con Earth Matter. It's, we have a beautiful urban farm. Eh, programas... Eh, de La Tierra, Earth Matter Compost Learning Center. That's where we got our start. Mm -hmm. We were keeping bees with them. And then um, there's Grow NYC. There's plenty of other programs that are going to be unveiled. And um, we are part of the program on their own separate area with the Honeybee Conservancy. We're super excited to collaborate with them. So, so, the so wait, 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 wait. So At the bees, urban farm. bees are endangered species? What are we talking about here? There are many species of bees, and um, there are definitely over 20,000 species of bees oh around the world. Who comes um, Pero la, la que tiene la más atención es sobre las abejas de la miel. Oh. 
los honeybees, uh -huh. que vienen origen de europeo. Y con yeah. ellos eh, son los que polinizan más, uh -huh. eh, un tercio de la comida que comemos hoy, frutas, vegetales, y están muriendo porque hay mon monoculturas de... No mueren de melancolía porque echan de menos Europa, ¿no? no es, ¿Cómo? No mueren de melancolía porque echan de menos Europa, ¿no? No. no bueno, sé. eso no se sabe. Eso no se nunca sabe. Eso, you have to interview a bee for that. Uh, okay. We'll bring a bee in. <laughs> Touché. So, so what's, so what's, uh, so what's the story? <laughs> for the next show, but what's, so what's the story? What's happening? So what's happening, and um, I think people are still um, becoming aware of Um, the plight of the honeybee, basically. The, the bee that pollinates a third of our food, a third of our, um, the food that we eat, um, they are dying off because of pesticides use uh, and also because of massive farms, monocultures that we have, let's say in the United States and globally as well. Um, they are taking up a lot of habitat space. And the other thing is the varroa mite, which is um, un acaro. It's a... It's a little flea or a bed bug, almost like a blood sucking, you know, weakens the really bee. Really bad guy. Really bad guy because it just brings a lot of diseases mm -hmm. onto the, the honeybee hives. That holds a huge population up to 80,000 bees at the height of summer, every hive by itself. Um, so these are factors, stress factors, basically, and they are not, um, they become weaker and then they just die. And it's not sustainable that we just keep you know, trying to replace these bees as well. We want to um, foster native and the, bees. And the killer bees, too, are a factor, right? A factor? Um, to some extent, yes. Um, everybody has a role in the environment. I don't like to say that one, one animal or insect is bad because the, the, everything is being affected by these factors where if there's off balance in the equilibrium of, let's say, the killer bees that actually kill bees, mm -hmm. not so much kill us humans or anyone else, but there are bees, wasps, that attack honeybees. And that's another huge problem in Europe, Spain, France, for example, in England, where they're coming from, Asia. That's a whole other mm. uh, factor there as well. Not so much here, at least hopefully well, I not thought there was the whole thing with the Africanized bees. Correct. Yeah. I was, that's yeah, what I was, I was listening to yeah. all the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a whole story of um, they were... It was a hybrid. It was a science experiment in Brazil, and they escaped, and they were creeping their way up to um, North America. Right. Which now that's they what we were talking Florida, to Florida, Texas. About. Right. But they have very great attributes. Um, and I was listening to the interview um, about Puerto Rico, they do have a very special bee that can actually save the planet mm -hmm. yeah. because they have the special attributes of um, their hygienic bees. They actually know that they have a blood-sucking varroa mite on them, and they will clean it off of each other. So super bee. Super bee. Super wow, bee. they clean it's it off of bee. each other. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Carolina, how, yes. how did you get into bees? I got into bees because my mom... Um, she inspires me with lots of great ideas. I'm in fashion, by the way. I'm a fashion designer. And <laughs> slash beekeeper. <laughs> slash bee I usually say I'm a beekeeper and a fashion designer a second now. Um, but my mom, I was just piggybacking on her retirement plan. I want to buy, buy a plot of land, plantar unas flores y, um, y que, to save the bees as well. They're dying. I'm like, what are you talking about? And mm. I found an apprenticeship program by Brooklyn Grange. They had a fabulous... Um, 16-week program, and then that's where I met my best friend Stacy Vasquez, and that's where we just want to. We got stung with the passion for bees, and we just want to keep bees, and that's it. And I was always scared of the bees. 
Mm. I always was like, oh, run away. I didn't even know the difference between a bee or a wasp. And um, with learning and educating and also the way that it kind of brought me back to the moment, it became a meditation for me. It became more of like a, a relaxing hobby for me, ironically enough. Are there very many Latina beekeepers? There are a few, especially in New York City. Yeah, there are many. I would say there are many. You just don't hear about them very much. <laughs> but especially in New York City, there's a lot of beekeepers like jumping out. And um, but it's it's becoming more diverse. Let's put it that way, and that is a fabulous thing. Entonces, eh, a ver, hablas con tu madre, eh, mm -hmm. te preparas para Compras Governors Island, Compras Governors Island, te, te preparas para saber <laughs> qué, qué es esto, qué es esto de una abeja, cómo funciona, qué se hace, cómo no se hace. Te emocionas con las abejas mm -hmm. y, y cómo emocionamos a otra gente ahora con las abejas. ¿En qué consiste emocionarse con las? O sea, cómo colabora la gente aquí. O sea, de repente te has convertido en un bee farmer. O, de, ¿O es que conviene tener un pequeño panal en casa porque ayudas a la humanidad? ¿O come miel porque es bueno para los pies? Eh, ¿Cuál los es el tres. mensaje aquí? O sea, o sea, el mensaje de nosotras es que la conexión de las abejas con todo aspecto de nuestra vida, con la salud, con el medio ambiente, eh, hasta la ropa, hasta que hay algunas fibras que necesitamos las abejas y otro polinizadores. Ajá. Algunas para... fibras serán duras para que no nos piquen las abejas, digo yo. También. Es importante. <ríe> es, es importante. Pero eh, para, eh, la idea para ser todo inclusivo, que, que todos tenemos un rol tan importante en este mundo y que cada decisión que tomamos afecta al otro. Uh -huh. Y uh -huh. con lo que está pasando con las abejas, para mí eh, es muy... Es muy interesante que, que en la colonia de las abejas, como trabajan juntos, es, es como un tan bonito modelo mm. como deberíamos ser todos. ¿Cómo trabajan Como seres humanos. ¿Cómo trabajan las abejas? Eh, porque siempre hemos oído que sí, pero luego eh, hay unos que son soldados, otros que son drones, otros que son... Entonces, ¿Cómo trabajan? ¿Realmente trabajan juntos o hay muy, como clases muy buena, de abejas? Es muy buena ser la reina. Oh, sí. sí. ¿no? Bueno, um, entonces me está pregunta, preguntando cómo es la colonia. No, ¿y por qué te emociona a ti cómo funcionan las abejas? Y debería, ¿Qué deberíamos copiar de ah, las abejas? Todos tenemos un rol para el, para el, el how do you say, like the larger colony, yeah. for example. It's a very, sí, para la, la comunidad, para, para la, la comunidad, para la gran toda colonia, comunidad. Sí, o sí. sea, eh, para ayudar a uno al otro. Uh -huh. sí. Hay abejas que, uh -huh. con observación, cómo se ayudan, cómo se... Saludan, como... ¿Cómo se saludan? O sea, así con las antenitas. Ah, ¿sí? Sí. ¿Con las antenitas? Como yeah. las películas. <risa> como, como Woody Allen. La... Like that. <risa> <risa> eh, y es fascinante. O sea, eso para mí me da como una... Es una meditación para mí. Uh -huh. Me da una calma, de verdad. Mm. Para y ya veo como... que tienes un tatu sí, tatuaje. lo hice en Chile. Uh -huh. Una, uh -huh. Un ave rojo, aprendí esa palabra, ave rojo, bumblebee. Uh -huh. Pero ahora tengo que poner un poco más color. Y una flor de la Patagonia. So, Governor's Island is a, is, a, is a private project, it's a big project, it's a, what's happening there? Governor's Island is, uh, it belongs to the city, but it's a conglomerate of national park because there's some historic sites there. Um, the city of New York is involved as well. But it's mainly run by nonprofits. And as a nonprofit, Um, This island, is the Island Bee Project. The Island Bee Project, yeah. um, and also with the Honeybee Conservancy, a, a national nonprofit with a much bigger network, and they're fabulous. Um, and within the urban farm space, mainly for education, mainly for um, 
just educating in all aspects of the environment. It's, it's a really great thing to be part of. So every year we have the conversation, what are our goals and mission this year? How can we all play a part and collaborate? So it's just a bigger hive, I would think. Ah, she used the hive Ooh. word. It's a bigger hive. Is Which it? is... La colmena de Nueva York. Uh-huh. Es una colmena. Uh-huh. Locura. <laughs> so if I go to Governor's Island mm-hmm. uh, to visit, what, what can I do there with the Island Bee Project? Oh, we have some fun programs in place. Um, and working with the Honeybee Conservancy, we want to do some workshops so you can learn about natural dyeing, flowers that bees pollinate to dye our clothes. Mm. Um, bringing everything back to the elements, um, the basics, homeopathic um, remedies, the, the uses of honey bee wax, um, and um, propolis, for example. Es muy bueno, propolis es muy bueno para... Propolio. Las, la garganta. Propolio, sí, es súper fuerte. Y también eh, miel para probar también. Uh-huh. Pero la operación que ta- tenemos ahí, o sea, no es para miel solamente, uh-huh. sino lo dejamos para ellos. Es la comida que ellos trabajan día y noche para hacer. Y es muy lindo proceso para aprender eso, cómo lo hacen la miel. Y tú sabes que la miel nunca se... Se pudre. O sea, it never goes bad. It never oh, expires. No, sabía, no. Ever. Uh-huh. Y todavía está encontrando en el, la tumba de Egipto, que es la miel. Ellos también hay que, tenían. Hay que, hay que calentarlo. ¿Tiene que calentarlo? Por, después, de, después de un centenar de años, claro, es importante calentarlo claro. un poco antes sí. de darlo al... Sí, si no te quebra todo el tiempo. So, what's the what's target? Uh, okay, Governor's Island is a place that you can go and see and learn and practice and whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's the target in the world would be? What's happening here? I mean, are, 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 what's happening here? What's, what's the emergency here? What's, what? The emergency is um, we need to bring back some habitats. That's number one. I feel like we've been paving so many roads, like caminos y casas, o sea, la, la expansión de las ciudades está quitando todo lo que queda de la tierra para crecer flores, para mantener este ecosistema. Y estoy leyendo que aquí, o en las ciudades más urbanas, eh, sobreviven las abejas mejor que estar en un, afuera, en a, like, or like a, in a farm, for okay. example. Why? Because of monocultures, if they only have oh. one type of food, if you can only survive on pizza, oh. it would be nice, but you would probably get sick. Oh, and, and, they, they, and sick. they find a, and they like a bigger variety in, in, a, in an urban environment they because do, of uh, the parks or because of uh, Yeah, what? because of, especially in New York City with 700 community gardens, um, fruits okay. and vegetables, it's okay. very good to have a varied diet. Everything that makes them sick is, our, is a mirror to our health as well. It would make us sick as well. So, so it's what's being done? For example, you mentioned pesticides is one of the big uh, threats huge. to mm-hmm. bees. Has anyone tried to make changes um, to pesticides, like regulate the ones? There's that a bill in Congress obvious. right now. Oh, yeah, and even France, I think they've banned. I think Europe major, has, Europe they, has they done really a better job than, than the United have, States and Canada as yeah. well. But there's a, there's a bill right now. I was just reading a, an opinion oh, opinion article. Of course you were. Someone back in February, a master beekeeper named yes. Steve McDaniel, mm-hmm. who's also also has a degree in chemistry from Harvard, he wrote this opinion article for, for Newsday. And he said, look, really the only way to combat this crisis is to ban 
this certain type of pesticide known as neonicotinoid. neonicotinoid. Say it again? Oh, you're neonicotinoid. How do you say that in Spanish? Neonicotinoid. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, in English. <laughs> English. <laughs> neonicotinoid. I'm thinking. And you know what that is or not? Um, Very ugly, obviously, but... Uh, very blanket. What I do know about this, it it disorients the bees. Oh, okay. And they get lost. Mm. And then when they get lost, you don't have a colony. Yeah. So another factor of colony collapse is they leave and they get so disoriented and they don't come home. And that's why there's no bees in hives. Para los que llevan las abejas para polinizar comercialmente, Florida, Texas, a California, han eh, descubrió que eh, los árboles de almendras oh, yeah. tienen, un, you know, they have like 400 hives, for example, uh -huh. que un día fueron a ver las abejas y no estaban. O sea, desaparecieron totalmente. No era, no era colapso total. De otra forma, sí. O sea, con estos pesticidas que lo, sí. lo meten en la semilla de la planta ahora. Ah. No sé si en particularmente las de la almendra, pero eh, es systemic, sistémico. O sea, uh -huh. eh, de repente eh, afecta todo. Afecta la comida que estamos comiendo nosotros también. Um, bueno, como dijiste, un tercio de, de lo que comemos claro. este, debido a las, no a, a las ovejas, sino a las, las abejas. Sí. Oye, y la miel, y la miel que, eh, que dura para siempre, y que mm. es un alimento maravilloso, pero yo me pregunto, igual que hay una polémica con, con la leche de vaca o de cabra o de lo que sea, eh, porque hay una teoría que parece de sentido común, que dice que la leche no es una bebida, es un alimento mmm, con una cantidad de mmm, elementos energéticos y, y de proteínas necesarios para que el bebé crezca rápidamente y que no es muy natural que nosotros estemos bebiendo eso porque claro. no es una bebida. Sí. Pero la miel no es un alimento también como súper concentradísimo para que la abeja salga adelante o no? O, o sea, no hay ninguna teoría sobre el, si es bueno la miel o es mala la miel. La miel es buenísima, punto, pelota. Sí, pero había artículo también que si la miel también puede llevar una forma de, um, de pesticides. Es oh. pesticidas, pesticidas. Puede, puede. Yo tengo que hacer más eh, research. How do you say research. Okay. Sí, que tienes um, que hacer más investigación como todos. Pero, bueno, claro, más pero, lo, pero lo importante es que aquí contamos la historia y luego ya el que quiera especializarse que se sí. que, claro. que investigue claro. el mismo. Mm -hmm. We'll have a part two on that. Okay. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, I think honey is true honey at its purest form is made up of flowers and it's never mixed with anything else if it can be controlled to that like organic honey for example if you're far away enough from farms that use pesticides then you're okay um, pero en la industria de miel como también el colapso de las abejas eh, afecta la industria de miel y hay en lo, lo negocio más grande para para tener más miel, encontraron que, por ejemplo, de China es, es una mezcla de, de agua y, y azúcar mezclado con la miel. Entonces, ah, o sea tiene que, que pensar adulteraron que... Adulteraron la miel para, porque no había suficiente producción debido al colapso. Entonces, muy importante abejas. para comprarlo local y que conoces tu... Personalmente a las abejas. Es también. Que, que, porque también, los, los, api, los apicultores le ponen de beekeeper, el apicultor le pone nombre a las, a, a las abejas, igual que el ganadero le pone un nombre a las vacas. Marisol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just for the queen. Yeah, for the queen. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. crisis here is not about honey it's about pollination it's about pollination um but how it also affects these other massive industries you know and they try to cover it up you know just to make up for the real problem you know instead of finding a solution for the actual problem they're just kind of band-aiding but to the the everyday consumer Mm. when you go to the store you can find most of what you want still. So it, even though it's a crisis in the industry, it doesn't seem to have re- reached the consciousness of, you know, you go Well, to why wait until it's completely... No, no, I'm not saying you know, wait. I'm just saying how, but, do you, how, do you, uh, how do you get the word out? Oh, in general? Like, yeah. We, we just do everything we can with social media, with education, with conversations, um, and, write, and really try to understand what's important to that person and how bees and other pollinators are vital to what they love. Aren't bats also big pollinators? Bats. Yeah, and also insects in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only bees, it's insects in general with um, environmental conditions. Um, If we take away the home of many insects, it takes away the food for many birds. It takes away the the whole food chain Mm -hmm. gets affected. Pero si quitamos la cucaracha no pasa nada, ¿no? También hay que dejar la cucaracha. Tenemos que vivir con la cucaracha. Oye, ¿tu madre al final tiene abejas? No. No. (risa) Yo me quedé con todas las abejas allá en la isla. O o sea que no le le pusiste colonia a tu madre. Todavía no. No. Todavía no. Bueno. ¿Y cómo hace uno para poner una colonia? A ver, yo quiero, yo quiero poner ah. una, yo quiero poner en mi casa abejas, que siempre he querido poner abejas. Ovejas. Great. Ovejas y abejas y conejos. Y... <risa> ¿Qué, qué, Eso qué, lo puede pintar en la caja. ¿Qué hago? ¿Lo, bueno, trae, hay, ¿Lo trae Amazon de Bitcoin o cómo funciona? Hay harto, eh, hay unos sitios web sí. que son muy, eh, son especialistas de todo lo que necesita para empezar una colmena. Uh-huh. Eh, específicamente unas dos cajas de cada tamaño y cada... Eh, Ah, I forgot to say frame. Little honey frames. Sí, eh, se llama frame en español. No, eh, <laughs> frame. <laughs> es curioso cómo se va el idioma claro. de a veces, ¿no? Bueno, sí. Sí, bueno, so, todos los términos técnicos. Okay. Y, marcos, eh, son como marcos. Sí. ¿no? Marcos, sí. son marcos. Claro, gracias. Y eh, también pa, para contactar con un apicultor que pueda hablar cómo obtener abejas con ellos o lo puede ordenar. Lo venden en cajas. De, de tres libras. ¿Y tiene muchísimo trabajo eso? ¿Cómo? Tiene mucho trabajo, mantenimiento. O sea, si tú tienes vacas, ¿vale? O si tienes ovejas, eso, no te puedes días. ir de vacaciones. Porque no, no, el no. animal está ahí y todos los días tienes que cuidarlo, todos los días tienes que atenderlo, y, todos los días tienes claro. que ordeñarlo. Y la abeja requiere mucho... Es como... O sea, hay que darle de comer Lo todos los días. Eh. cuando empecé, es como, ok, tenemos que tenerlo ahí, tenemos que chequear siempre, pero... Ellos vivían miles y miles de años más antes que los humanos. Ellos claro. saben qué hacer. Claro. Todo lo que tenemos que hacer es para 
para mantener la, el ambiente que tienen, que, tan, que tienen agua, you know, because we destroyed the whole environment anyway, we have to make sure that we've... Oh, so you provide water pretty much. Yeah, they find water themselves, but it's good to always give them a, a nice a supply of and water. And I see people, um, my neighbors, they have bees. Yeah, and nice. I see they put, uh, sometimes they put sugar in the water. Is that possible? Hmm. They, in the actual water? Yeah, I think they're like oh, oh, like for hummingbirds. I think I think in the in the in the cold, in, in the winter or something, but when they oh, don't yes, find yes. supply or something like it's, that, um, maybe. Si no tienen miel, o sea, es harto matemática, y um, uno tiene que ver cuánto miel deja para ellos para el invierno. Ah, cuando tú recoges Pero la sí. miel, tienes que dejarles Ro también a ellos. Tiene que Ro robas miel. Ro cuando eh, robas miel. Winnie the Primero, para ver si sobrevive, sobrevive el, el invierno, para ver cuánta miel no tocaron. Okay. Ahí podemos tomar la miel para, para medir. ¿Cuánta miel ah, podemos sacar? Uh -huh. okay. Pero no antes, porque uh -huh. esa es su comida ah, okay. para sobrevivir. Pero, para una provocación, eh, dejamos una bandeja de agua con azúcar. White sugar, yeah. out of all things. Porque es the easiest for them to digest. That's oh, the really? only reason. Ah, okay. The only reason. It's the simplest sugar that they can digest. No, no se convierten en diabéticos. No. No, no. Abejas diabéticas no, no, no. and obese, no. obese, obese, obese. But they are sugar addicts, I would yeah? say that much. Okay. I mean, but there's obese bees, no? No. Okay. Para, para, convertirte, <laughs> para convertirte en master beekeeper, ¿cómo mm. se hace? Porque he I'm visto, not there yet. Pero ¿cómo oh, hace? yeah, what do you have to do? It's very difficult to study everything. Oh. <laughs> it, could, it takes a few tries, even our... Um, you take a test or something? You take a test. And it's a three-part process. You take a rhythm test. You, they observe you how you actually check a hive um, and I think the other one's oral but I'm not so sure. However my our favorite beekeeper, Karen Zinter who is a bee queen like she is just Ka our guru Karen Zinter? Karen Zinter, she's our beekeeping guru. In, on Governor's Island? Our, no actually um, she runs her own hives um, but she was our teacher at the Brooklyn Grange okay. and she is a master beekeeper but it took her three times and she knows everything about bees. So this is a year. This so can take years to become a, a master while. beekeeper. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice then, goal to have. It's like a sommelier, but for bees. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. So it means in the industry you get respect and you. Yeah, you, maybe you get, yeah. you get the. But the, you know what you're doing. Respect. ¿Cuánto tiempo vive una abeja? Una abeja en el verano vive seis semanas porque trabajan como una abeja. O sea, they. Seis semanas y adiós. They work hard. Yes. En seis semanas. Pero entonces en el invierno, ¿quién vive? En el invierno, viven hasta tres meses. Okay. Entonces, eh, la vida de una abeja, para ellos, desde de huevito hasta que nacen, 21 días. Okay. Y después de 21 días, los primeros dos semanas, se quedan adentro de la colmena a limpiar. O sea, they're nurse bees, cuidan a las, a, a las otras eh, que recién nacido, los huevos y todo eso, y lo deja totalmente limpio. Okay. Nurse bees. Después, gradúa a los próximos dos semanas y se quedan a ser guard bees. Entonces, they're watching the front door. Lo que and se llama el, por, el, el portero de discoteca de toda la vida. ¿no? Claro, ¿no? Yeah, the bouncer, the bouncer. They check IDs. Están bebiendo agua azucarada. They check, they claro, claro, they check IDs. <laughs> and what do they do if the wrong uh, bee comes oh, knocking they, on the door? They pick them up and throw them out. 
Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. There's so much to watch. Like, oh, there's so I'd much love to see, to see that. Yeah, sign um, me up right now. Yeah, they are. They all have a role in. Um, okay. For in the, the two weeks that they grow, and then in, the last two weeks they okay. spend it in the flowers, foraging all day, day in, day out, uh, until they just wear themselves out. So pretty much every single bee goes through the same cycle, mm -hmm. because my understanding was that they were worker different. Bees. Oh, working bees, the and, worker they, and then you have soldier bees or some other bees or what's the story? They take up some soldier activity, yeah, if they're guard bees. Um, but drones, for example, they are only born to mate with the queen. They okay. don't clean. They don't even have stingers. Okay. So that's that's the one little bee you can like play around with. And they only mate. That's what they do. That's they all they just, do. Okay. Yeah, good life. They got a good life. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa was just at not one but two different events about climate change. Yeah, and yeah. Journalism, and I'm wondering about bees, sort of being canaries in coal mines for climate change. Are you seeing canaries in coal mines? Well, seeing that as bees die, it's a it's a sign that as lots of bees die out, colony collapses, it's a sign that changing our climate is is provoking the deaths of bees, and perhaps that tells us something bigger about what's happening here Absolutely. on our planet. Climate change, how often does that come up as something that you all talk about at the Island Bee Project or all at, the the, at the Honey Bee oh, Conservancy? Oh, really? All the time? I feel like it it has to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, Can you explain it, how, how the bee interacts with the changing climate and global warming? Yeah, um, every year is different especially if we're like focusing on bees and how the weather affects it. If it's a very mild winter, it's very difficult. And also if it's still too cold to open the hive um, and we left them with as much food as possible, we left them with um, enough, um, let's say, treatment for the varroa mite because if it's mild, they just get out of control and they could just overtake the hive. But more, more importantly is... Um, when it's warmer, they uncluster, because just like the penguins, they stick together and they stay warm during the winter. They uncluster, and then they seek out flowers that are not even out yet. Or flowers are coming out before the bees are ready to forage, so they're missing out on a prime start of their season and year. So there's even though our hives survive, we, don't, we can't say that they're, they made it through completely because now they have to their population's going to blow up and there's no food. Yo me acuerdo de una de las cosas que me Oh, sorry. Que me sorprendió mucho después del Are you interrupting Lisa for fun? Yeah, I was going to talk yeah. about the, oh, okay, the, the go, NASA go video. Okay, Guillermo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. Por favor, no, there's a NASA video that shows from outer space <laughs> how you can see the greening of the planet, you know, with the changing mm. season. There's an astronaut who's a beekeeper, who's been measuring exactly what you said, that the bees are coming out too soon, too late. Right. It's, it's like the cycle of the plants and the bees is not coinciding like it's supposed to. That's scary. Right, because they've evolved together. Mm. Every flower has its own mm. pollinator. There's so many different si sizes of bees for specific flowers. Yeah, so when we change that up, um, it's hard. It's going to be hopefully another hundreds of years of evolution to work around that. But at this moment, as conscious humans, um, to see these changes, um, we can all just try our best to. But we don't have hundreds of years. I mean, if 90% of bees are, di if bees are dying, dying off in dramatic numbers. Yeah. 
I mean, evolution is, is not going to do the trick. Well, who knows? Ah. Yo no voy a interrumpir, así que me da igual. Por favor. Me da igual lo que decís. Yo no voy a interrumpir. I hear a little tiny violin. Yo ya no quiero, yo no quiero. Yo ya no quiero, ya no quiero hacer el programa. Ya no quiero. I was saying before that I remember when Maria happened in Puerto Rico. And there was so much stuff about human lives and danger and fear and miscommunication. But I remember a friend uh, from Puerto Rico I was talking to, and suddenly he mentioned something completely different. He was talking about animals. He said, I got out of my house, and there was this you know, bunch of bees, like completely lost, because you know, I mean, all the flowers are gone, all yeah. the leaves in the, in, wow. uh, are gone, uh, all the insects are gone, and you know, I mean, the only thing that is here is a bunch of bees that are, I don't know, they're very confused. So he said, he said, I put up, because in his house he still have running water. He said, I bought oh. some, some water, I put it on the asphalt, and they were like crazy, man, uh, <gasps> around the, the water. So, you know, that, that's one of the now. things. I mean, we don't think about the animals, but I mean, right. it's like, woo, after a hurricane, what happened there? What, right. psh, all the natural food of the birds and everything is gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Just have to wait until nature takes its course there, I feel. You know, I feel like. There's always been hurricanes. There's always been natural disasters, and Earth finds its way to, to heal and recover. You're optimistic. I am. There's, well, you have to be. You just have to be. You have to be. I'm optimistic myself, too. I mean, I'm, you know. Be you have to be optimistic, but you also have to conscious. be, yeah. Well, that's why you fight, because you're optimistic. You think is there's no, there's no she's reason stung, to she's fight. She's getting stung or, right or now. Stop. I mean... Right? <laughs> no, I mean, you, why do you fight? Why do you keep fighting? Because you're optimistic, because you think it's worth it. Otherwise, you wouldn't do anything. Okay, right. it's over. Goodbye. That's I'm going yeah. to have a cigarette and a, you know, and that's a martini. Why you, that's why you're working two jobs, essentially. Right? <sighs> always. Yeah. yeah, it's always something that um, it pays me in different ways that I value a little more than money. But it's just trying to find the balance because I'm still in fashion, which is like another podcast. Um, the number two pollutant in um, industri industry in the world. So how the, do I find my dyeing. balance? The fabric dyeing, blue yeah. jeans. You know, hold on to your clothes as long as you can. Find value and everything. Stop buying so much. That's my 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 plug there. But you're in fashion. But I'm in fashion. You're designing so new things. Instead Are you of leaving it, how can I homes. stay and be a catalyst for change somehow? How can I instill um, my B philosophies at work or? Um, how can I just, you know, whispering in everyone's ear about being more sustainable? Um, I bring my, I feel like I'm always camping because I have my own like coffee cup mug. I have my own like utensils because it's the only way I can at least feel like I'm contributing and inspiring others. And the same thing with bees. Inspire, inspiring is exciting. So is Island Bee Project going into the schools as well? I think in the future. Definitely, we have um, gone into schools with um, advocating for the honeybee conservancy because um, they have great relationships with many programs in science and math and art, and it's given us the opportunity to go into a classroom and really like kids know so much about what's going on. They're actually, and that, that make that gives us so much hope because they were absolutely answering all the questions. They've done their homework about bees, and we just kind of have the conversation, have fun with it. It's about having fun in the end. I think Island Bee Project is more about, um, for Stacy and I, we just love it so much. We geek out and we just always mention, like, yeah, we're beekeepers. And people are like, what? 
let's talk about bees. I'm like, yes, let's talk about bees. It's just funny. Um, and also the aspect of bringing art and creativity back into going outside, getting outside basically. Um, so we just love to have fun with it and bring our friends and people to get involved. Este es un programa de radio bilingüe en el cual invitamos a gente que puede o debe o tiene que manejarse a veces en español, a veces en inglés. Eh, me pregunto cómo ha sido tu encuentro o desencuentro con el español. Tú naciste mm. en... Queens. Queens. You're American. Mm -hmm. Y tus padres son de... Chile. Chile. Sí. Eh, y eso de escuchar español en casa, ¿interesaba? ¿Era un rollo? ¿Es mamá, háblame en inglés, que no te entiendo? Eh, ¿Cómo ha sido tu...? Yo creo que no... En creciendo en una casa bilingüe, no empecé a hablar, a hablar bien hasta los cuatro años. Estuve solamente escuchando español e inglés y inglés y haciendo huya. I was just making sounds. But um, mi abuela, eh, ella, con ella hablo español. Y con mi mamá, o sea, es más fácil para comunicarse en inglés. Y eso, uno pierde la, la lengua, así. Um, pero yo vuelvo a Chile cada año o quiero seguir volviendo para mucho más tiempo para, para aprenderlo otra vez. ¿Tu abuela dónde vive? En Queens, con nosotros. Ah, ok. Sí, sí. Y la abuelita habla español, básicamente. Sí. Claro, sí. Entonces, entonces ahí es que no hay más remedio que hablar español, con lo cual es bueno para practicar ahora, ¿no? Muy bueno. Pero cuando eras pequeñita, ¿era raro o era bueno también? ¿no? ¿Era qué? no, me da igual. No, uh -huh, o sea, uh -huh. fuimos a Chile y pensé que... Yo pienso que hablé más español antes que ahora. Pero ahora como adulta quiero comunicarme en otra forma. O sea, hablar de temas más grandes y técnicos. Y, uh -huh. Entonces, voy a volver a la escuela. Eh, pero con mi, mi abuelita eh, hablando de la comida y cómo se hace la comida y, y qué vamos a hacer hoy. <risa> y la telenovela y qué cosas, sí. Island B project. Island B project. In Gov Governor's Island. On Governor's Island. And, and what days are you there? Oh, so we are there Saturdays and Sundays from 11 to 5 at the Urban Farm. And also go check out the honeybeeconservancy.org uh, for all other events outside of Governor's Island because we're all connected. Esto parece una idiotez, pero hay... Los padres normalmente están preocupados por sus hijos y actualmente los padres están paranoicos por sus hijos. Ah, o sea, tenemos trajes. Claro, eso digo, seguro que... ¡Ay, que van a picar a mi hija! ¡Ay, que van tenemos a picar a mi hija! Tenemos traje y, bueno, todo es parte de la vida. Si uno te pica la, la abeja, uh -huh. viviste. Exactamente, viviste la experiencia. <risa> yeah, like, it, it's... Um, I'm not putting it out there. I thought everybody has to get stung, but it's one of those things. Well, right. thank, thank you. you so much. Yes, save the bees. Y nosotros nos... Peace and bees. Peace thank, and bees. Thank you, Carolina. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You stay here doing... Adios. Uh, Don't interrupt me, por favor. Wonderful work. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. Decimos adios con la manita como las abejas. Adios. Ah, con las antenitas. Adios. La semana que viene más. Don't interrupt me, por favor. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.